Today on the Agents Who Crush It Real Estate Podcast, we're going to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And here's your host, Lindsay Favaza. Welcome back to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. Today's guest caught my eye one day when I was scrolling through Crush It's Instagram page. Her name is Linda Hafner of ERA Key Realty in Spencer, Mass. And before I truly start the interview, let me give you a little bit of insight as to why you should really pay attention to this episode. Linda has been a realtor full-time for seven years. And for the last five years, although she had a strong Instagram presence, in the fall of 2021, she started experimenting more with video and in particular reels. She has an impressive knack for creating branded, engaging content, which like I said, never failed to pop up when I logged onto Instagram. Before long, Linda's infectious and vibrant energy had me hooked and I just had to reach out and show her my appreciation for what she was doing on social media. She quickly responded, which made my appreciation grow. And then I dove in even further. She is not just this bubbly social presence. She can really sell some houses. So welcome, Linda. As you can see, I am so thrilled to have you here with me today. Thank you. I'm really honored to be here. I'm really happy that you asked me to come. I mean, after seeing your videos, I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to ask her and hopefully she'll even respond to me. But like, she needs to be a guest because she's awesome. Oh, <laughs> that really makes my heart so happy. Thank you. All right. So take me back to the very beginning. Why did you get into real estate full time? I know you said you'd been licensed for longer, but right. tell me why you decided to dive in full time and what the transition was for you. So um, when I initially got into real estate many years ago, it was because my father was a, a builder and a realtor and I kind of joined in with his business. However, I was a single girl. I could not pull it off at that point in time. I could not support myself through real estate. But I remember thinking, this is what I want to do. Like I knew in my heart and soul, I was going to return to it when I was, it was a more of a financially feasible time. Basically, once I was married and had, <laughs> I love it. had someone else's income that I could rely on because real estate money is not reliable, especially the first couple of years when you're getting started and you have no leads and you have no business. It's really tough getting started. So once I knew my husband had that dependable income, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to do what I love. And it's not going to be, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a make or break um, as far as how much money I make. I wasn't focused on the money. I was focused on doing what I love. And I figured if I follow my passion and I do what I want, the money will come. And that has been my philosophy with building my real estate business. I, I love what I do. I love helping people. And I love my home. Like my own personal home is what inspired me to help share that joy with others. So tell me seven years ago when you got in full time, what were some of the things that you were doing from a marketing perspective to get your name out there and to, you know, make a success out of this for yourself? So seven years ago, the, the way I did it was I listened to, I, I was like a sponge. I kind of went and listened to all the gurus. You know, I went to my managers within my company and I researched, I am a research 
buff. Like I just went on the, on the internet and every single day, I'm like, how do I get leads? How do I get people to want to work with me? How do I do this? I, I'm a big fan of Jared James and Jared James is probably who inspired me to go the video route. Was I comfortable with it at first? Absolutely not. I mean, I no one ever is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like who's ever comfortable with the idea of making videos, you know? Um, it, it, it makes me very self-conscious and I've over time have had to get over that. But I also felt like that was the future of real estate. And I wanted to be part of the future. And so I'm like, well, if that's the future, I need to start getting into that now. Um, but I think I also do have the personality that can go with <clears throat> the whole video thing. So I knew it was where I wanted to go seven years ago. I knew this, okay, but I didn't implement it. Instead, I started with open houses. I was a huge fan of open houses because I love talking to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so love it. When people, I like, I remember my office manager telling me, she's like, Linda, I've never seen so many people, so many um, closed homes from open houses other than you. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting. I had no idea that that was the case. Um, but like, I, not only did I go to the open houses, but I followed up with them. I called them, I would send them homes that were similar. And so I think that's where I started, you know, as I started the typical real estate, just throwing spaghetti at the wall, doing everything I possibly could to get business because I didn't know what I was good at. But then over time, you know, after a certain number of years, I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know why don't I do the video thing? Why don't, you know, and see, see how I do it with that. So before I did Instagram, I actually had a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, however, is still a struggle in process. I am going to so go and research this now because I'm dying to see. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I really, I struggle with the YouTube. The problem with my YouTube channel, which is a little different than with my Instagram, is my Instagram, I did the research. My YouTube, I kind of just made videos and I didn't focus on the stuff I needed to, like the SEO and, you know, the really dive deep into what topics I need to be creating. And I think I'm at a point in my business now where I'm working with a real estate coach to help me improve my my YouTube channel and and kind of implement, you know, kind of coordinate the, the YouTube with the Instagram and the TikTok because I'm on TikTok also and and just try to channel it so that it's less time consuming because it is definitely time consuming. <laughs> it definitely is, which would get me into my next questions for you. So like, are you the one that's like, you know, doing the editing, uploading, doing all those things? And how do you budget the time for that? How do you because you're what I loved about you is that I followed you because I saw these videos that you had posted, but I didn't pay attention to how often you were posting. And then every time I would go on, it was a fresh video that was populating for me. And I thought she's very consistent, which is really what you need to be. Like, I think a lot of people, they start out, they finally get that kick where they're like, I'm going to do video. And then they do maybe 10 videos over a span of like a month. And then they, yeah. And they right. do it again. So, but now it's been since fall of 2021, like I said, that you've been uh -huh. really consistent. So how do you stay consistent? How do you, what is your process for getting this content done? Uh, it is an ever evolving challenge. <laughs> uh, trying to run my business because I mean, I'm usually involved in like at least 25 sales a year. 
So trying to manage everything I need to do with that and my social media, it is it is always evolving. But I can tell you that I segment it into pieces where I have a day or a morning where I focus on collecting my ideas. And then I organize. Uh, once I have the ideas, then I have another place where, um, you know, I have topics. I'm in the process now of creating a yearly topic book. Um, and a lot of it, too, I, I bring from my business. You know, like if something comes up in one of my transactions, I talk about it because, oh, it's fresh in my mind. It This situation just happened. Let's talk about, you know, what's going on and, you know, how to avoid this problem in real estate. I do a lot of trainings with our agents and with agents through our training group and stuff. And I get the one question I get the most, which blows my mind, is what do I post about? And I think it's where a lot of agents get stuck, which is so crazy to me because it's like you have all the content on your day to day. If you are even remotely active and you're talking to leads or you're talking to clients or you're talking at open houses, like you had mentioned, like if you're if you are out there doing the activities, then you have content every day. Think of what questions keep coming up when you go to a family party and someone says to you, how's the real estate market? Like those are the kind of things that, you know, what are they asking you about? That's your content because that's what people are thinking about. That's what other people are wondering. And that's what makes. So I love that you use those real life examples as ways to get ideas. Okay, so you have ideas and then you come up with topics. And then what do you do? Um, So um, I also have I have a couple of newer uh, ways of doing this. I've been using Canva. The magic. Uh, I'm going. I'm just starting to get into the uh, the docs through Canva and using the magic wand and typing in an idea and having them generate that. That is, that's a new thing. Also, chat, uh, GPT. GPT, awesome. Just starting to implement that a little bit. Um, it's been down the last. You know, and then honestly, a lot of my ideas I get are I follow a lot of other realtors and I make note of topics that I think are good. I don't copy their, their, uh, their real exactly, but I take the content idea. Do you know what I mean? So I spend a certain amount of time every single morning and I, I watch, I follow other realtors and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. Let me, let me copy this reel and say, okay, use this idea in a different way. So I try to take the the concept and apply it to, you know, my real estate business. That's overall content. That's how yeah. blogs get started. That's how other people's videos, like we always say in our company, imitate before you innovate, right? So it's exactly. like someone else's idea and then you can tweak it to match what you want and that represents you, but that's the greatest way to do it. So who are some people that you follow? Who are some of the people that you're like, wow, I get some really great ideas from them? Um... Uh, actually, a lot of them are mortgage people. Interestingly enough, um, I there are so many amazing mortgage tips that I get. Like, and then I, I of course I follow um, for info. I I follow NAR Research. I follow um, you know all of the realtor associations. I I follow Housing Wire. I follow all of the financial data companies so that I like to take those ideas that people wouldn't ordinarily know. And and I like to transfer that into either a story on Instagram or 
um, you know, make a content piece about it. So I, I like to follow all the financial news, all the risk, you know, the economy news, any of those, like I said, housing wire, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, you know, I have, I, and as soon as I see somebody that has good content and is consistent, I follow them, Yep. you know, and, and every so often I put them as a favorite so that I'm notified as soon as they make a new reel so that I can review all with that content that I want to use. I love that. That's amazing. So you're getting these ideas, you're getting these topics, you're getting a lot of it from other people in the business, um, whether it be outside of real, well, not realtors necessarily, but like mortgage people, so on and so forth. So then you budget time during the week to sit down and actually film. Like, how do you take it from idea to conception, you know? So, yeah, I do. I do have a process. So every single morning I review reels for ideas and I save them in a folder. Uh, then um, when I'm getting low on, I I, I, I tend to, um, what do you call it, bulk record. So once I feel like I have enough ideas or I'm low on content, I'm like, okay, let's take these ideas and let's go record. So then I will come into my home office and I will go through all these saved videos and just, I will start recording. And, and I'll save them. And then sometimes I know what I'm going to, the topic's going to be. And sometimes I don't, <laughs> sometimes I just record and I'm like, oh, I'll figure out, you know, something to fill in here. Do you know what I mean? And I'll refer to like my notebook or, um, you know, my idea thing later, you know, sometimes I just do a pointing thing like this. And I'm like, okay, I'll fill it in with about appraisals this time. Or next time I'll fill it in about home inspections. What are the, you know what I mean? So sometimes I'll just do, and I always have to, <laughs> the recording is tough because I don't always like get myself all dolled up and showered and everything. You know what I mean? So I have to like, I plan the content all around when I'm looking my best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that that's a great strategy because you want to do it yeah. when you feel like you're at your, at your best, like you said, I think that's great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, And I do that too with stories. Like I do with stories. I got this tip from another, like I also follow a lot of people who talk about how to create content. I follow them as well for ideas on what to do. Um, like Brock Johnson, he's amazing. He's a really good one. Um, there's so many social media gurus out there on Instagram that I follow to get ideas from them as well. And um, one of the suggestions I got from one of the social media is, when you're feeling good or you're showered and you're looking amazing, take a bunch of photos. And then on a different day, when you don't feel like getting all ready and you want to have a pajama day, you take one of those photos and then you just post some ideas about, you know, some real estate data or something. Yeah. yeah. Throw it up there. I love that. You know, so, so I'm, it's all, like I said, it's constantly evolving. I love to learn. I love to grow. I'm very passionate about that. I'm passionate about the people that I help. And I just, I think, you know, you have to be really driven, I think, to do this. And it may not be right for everyone. Absolutely. You know, it, it was right for me. I think for me, I kind of followed, I followed what I love to do. And, and I found what lead generation source worked best for me. And I went with it. And I think as an agent, you really need to do that. If you're terrible on camera, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not for everybody. <clears throat> you know, but I think you have to take your strengths, your 
um, desires, your personality, and find what the best leads source is for you. For me, video works really well. And and so I've kind of run with that, uh, even though it doesn't mean it's not intimidating because it definitely is. Absolutely. So tell me what your uh, results have been. What has your result been from this? Have you had more people mentioning to you that they know who you are or that they've recognized you from a video? Have you had people direct message you with questions about real estate or like had leads kind of fill out forms on your site? Like what has come of these videos and this consistency that you've put into it? Yeah, so it's very exciting. Um, I was, I started, I, I started on Instagram in the fall of 2021. And then I would say about four months later, I I joined, I, I figured, well, if I'm making Instagram TikToks, why not, you know, put them on, on TikTok. TikTok? Yeah. So I, I, I threw some over to TikTok and I had one close sale last year in Worcester from someone in Boston who wanted to move to Worcester. And she's now one of my like greatest friends. And she found me through TikTok and she initially found me through TikTok. And then she went to Instagram to get to know me better through my stories and everything. And we closed uh, her house last year. I have people contact me uh, regularly asking me questions. I have people, um, you know, saying that they want to use me and that they want to go with me. I mean, what I like about social media is I'm not just putting out videos. I really do want to connect with these people. I want to have relationships with them. And that's what I was saying in the intro here. I wanted to make it a point that I said I reached out to you and it was very quickly after. I I don't think I even left the message and I saw the little bubbles pop up and I went, wow, she's like on it. And I love that because that means you're on it with the clients that reach out. And that's what they want to know. They want to know that you're approachable. You're not just this person that's creating these fun videos that yeah. actually respond and that you comment and you respond to people in the comments and that you're engaged with that audience. That's I think the biggest thing is that even sometimes people will get past the thing about making videos and then they get so honed in and focused on how many followers they have, but they're not right. engaging with the people that they actually have following them. So like you don't need to have thousands of followers. Right. You need to just be more engaged with the ones you have. So I love that. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you said that. And yeah. So tell me, like, you know, were you happy? Like looking back now, I would assume, but you're probably thrilled that you started this because these are people I, that you wouldn't yeah, have had I, otherwise. I definitely am because I think it's something that I, I, I can continue to grow. You know, like I feel like I feel like I'm just in the infancy stages of this. Truthfully, I feel like I know it's been a year, but I still feel like there's so much more I need to learn and grow. But yes, I mean, I love I absolutely love the community of people. I love connecting with people. I love talking with people. Um, and and yes, and that is how I run my business. I am like the thing that I value the most about me in being somebody's realtor is my responsiveness. If you text me, I'm going to probably text you back within about five minutes. <laughs> like That is just, you know, unless, unless it's like really late at night or something, you know, I mean, I, I have reasonable hours and limits, but I am very responsive to people and their needs. And and probably because I hate when people aren't responsive to me. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, that is so much a part of the success in this business is that when you start to, I think a lot of people get nervous about having uncomfortable conversations. So instead they avoid it. And then you cause yourself even more problems. So it's like being responsive, being there for their questions. You stay ahead of some of those issues that could possibly come up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yep. So... Linda, what advice do you have? I'm going to ask 
this question in two different ways, but how, what kind of advice do you have for newer agents getting into the business, um, what they should be focusing on or what they should be doing to, you know, get fast tracked and get up to speed quickly? So I think to, to get fast tracked, I would take every opportunity you can to immerse yourself in the business. Um, open houses are huge. If you can take open houses from other agents who have them going just to get out there and get experience. Um, I, I, open houses was definitely my pathway in. Also, you know, you ha I would do as much learning on YouTube from other realtors. Um, you know, what, educate yourself, educate yourself. I've read countless books and that's another thing I didn't mention as far as my Instagram is. I use books like hooks, how to, how to hook people, how to use a caption, how to, you know, the pro there is a very distinct path. You can't just throw stuff out there. You need to understand the process before you, you do it. And I wanted to do that. So, so with getting started in real estate, uh, take as many suggestions as you can. And, and, but then also as you start to get more clients, you really need to listen to your own soul and follow what what is going to be the most, um, what feels best to you? You know what I mean? I, I mean, yes, you have to push your comfort level with anything, but if you want to generate these, you also really do need to acknowledge what your strengths are and use that to your advantage in getting business and leads and things like that. What is your experience now? I mean, what is your advice now for an experienced realtor who's been in the business and maybe they're in a little bit of a rut and they want to change things up. They want to try Instagram or they want to get out of their own way as far as like video. They, they want to. <laughs> but what advice do you have to kind of push them in that direction? So, you know, even if you do like if, if you're not comfortable being in front of a camera, there are a lot of other videos you can make that you don't have to always have your face. I'm at this point, I'm comfortable having my face in front of the video, so I'm OK with it. But if you're not, so start with videos that don't necessarily have to have your face on it. You know, you could be talking in a video. You could do some Canva posts. Um, but definitely, I mean, people, you have to go where the people are. The people are on social media. Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's where you, if you, and tag your location, tag real estate, tag, you know, maybe throw out some real estate data once in a while, show that you're the expert in your area in any way possible. But getting on social media, I definitely think it's the future because that's where people spend a good majority of their time. That's where they're scrolling at night. I want the present. to show up where people are, you know? Yes, and you want to be where people are. Absolutely. Right. So I feel like if we want to be successful, we have to be where people are and, and, and give them the information they want. Exactly. I'm, this is why I wanted you on here, because I think oh. that you are like saying all the things that I say, and I'm so happy to hear someone who has done it and experienced it and had success with it. And I'm just, uh, it's awesome. So tell me uh, before I... This is pretty much my last question at this point, although every single time you talk, I want to ask more questions. Um, but um, you obviously your favorite color is pink. I can tell that just by going to your Instagram. Profile. I know. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And 
The other thing I've noticed is that you are putting in a lot of butterflies. So I wanted to ask you what the significance is of the butterfly for you and why you incorporate that into your branding. Oh my gosh. Thank you for noticing the butterfly. I cannot believe you wrote it that. I, I noticed. I noticed good branding and you have great branding. All right. The butterfly is huge for me because buying a home completely 100% transformed my life transformed my life. I cannot tell you, like I bought my very first house when I was 30 years old. I wasn't married. I wanted to be married, but I wasn't. I was kept waiting to get married. I'm like, oh, I'll buy a house once I get married, you know, and it wasn't happening. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? You know, because you wanted it so bad. I'm going to take responsibility (laughs) for my life. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to stop feeling guilty about all the rent I'm paying. And I'm going to buy my own house. So I did. And I had no money. Let me tell you, I had like zero. I had borrowed money from my parents. It was like ridiculous. But I did it. And literally the power I felt internally when I bought my first house, woo, completely turned my life around. And I found my husband a year later. <laughs> I love this. So it, did, it was trans. It's a transformative symbol for you of it, yeah absolutely and butterflies because they come from such an ugly caterpillar i kind of felt like that ugly caterpillar do you know what i mean like i knew what i wanted in my life but i didn't know how to to do it i didn't know how to get to it and or, um, uh, you know or just i now have my garden in my dream house that i love i have all these flowers that attract butterflies and i sit in my stool my little swing and watch these butterflies come. And I, I think about all I've accomplished and feel so proud of myself. And I feel like people don't realize how much your life can transform when you do the thing that you most want, that your soul is calling you to do that makes you feel happy, you know? You are a beautiful butterfly, my friend. I have had so much fun. I was so looking forward to this and I had told you before, but I'll tell everyone that's listening. I was like seriously fangirling about talking to you today and the girl (laughs) in my office was laughing about me. She was like, Lindsay, you need to relax. And I was like, I'm just so excited to talk to her finally. Oh my gosh. I just, this like exceeded my expectations. So I'm, I'm so thrilled that you took the time out. I, um... I really hope that you'll come and join us at the Crush It event in a couple weeks. It's in Worcester at the DCU Center. And we'll have a bunch of people get on stage and do different training. Like there's a bunch of agents that are going to get on stage and talk training. I'm going to do training and I would love to be there. So I'll give you more information. And for our audience of people that are listening, I would love if you are in the Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Hampshire market. It's within driving distance from you. So I would love for anybody that's listening, if you guys want to come. Definitely, I will put the link in the show notes for that so you guys can register. But um, I'm also going to put all of Linda's links. I want to make sure that they can find you, get inspired by you. They'll save you as someone that they'll get inspired by and get motivation from. And I'm going to do that for sure. But definitely go on Instagram and look up Linda, L-Y-N-D-A. Hafner, H-A-F-N-E-R, Realtor. That is her handle. And you will find all of her amazing, awesome videos. And again, thank you so much, friend, for coming on here and doing this with me and, you know, imparting your wisdom on our audience. I'm thrilled. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will see you on the next episode of The Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate. Thanks so much. Have a great day. We hope you learned something today. Be sure to take action and grow your business. 
You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and want to hear more stories, please share with others, post on social media, and leave a review. Check out our other content on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Crush It in Real Estate. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Now get out there and crush it in real estate.